Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod, where we build your betting bullpen so you can bring a barrage of bankable bolts to the bookies. Jimmy Buckley with you on this Monday, September 26, after another glorious weekend of sport across which Geelong secured a 10th AFL Premiership, Alligator Blood won the Underwood, McInerney won the Million Dollar Chase, went out three weeks into the NFL season, the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, He's edging closer. Penrith and Parramatta square off in a mouth-watering NRL decider on Sunday evening. It's a smorgasbord everywhere you look, but we're taking a slightly different path today and taking a look at the Major League Baseball ahead of the fast-approaching playoff series next month and taking you on a bit of a deep dive into where you should be investing to maximise your profit potential. Joining me in the Racing and Sports Punters Pod studio to discuss America's pastime is the one and only, the man of many talents and wearer of multiple hats, and a bloke who still hasn't wiped the grin from his face after Parramatta's stirring win over North Queensland on Friday night. The man who doesn't wear a name badge but still answers to Rodzilla, the great Rodney Newell. Welcome, mate. Jimmy, you're right about the small, mate. The old Cowboys got uh, lassoed by the old uh, Parramatta Eels and... Um Haters are going to hate, aren't they, mate? Just let them hate all they like. We're coming. We're coming. Just like the old uh, bucking bullpen right here. Time for a bit of Miller Light or a Coors Light or a Wiener or a hot dog, a bit of American mustard, your bag of popcorn. Best time of the season heading into the uh, the postseason in the MLB. How good is it too? And just uh, before we get to the baseball, mate, Parramatta, they, they buggered it up in 2001. They ran into a... A salary cap inflated Melbourne Storm in 2009. You've got to go all the way back to 1986 when they last tasted Premiership glory. Oh, geez, Rod, it's exciting. You can almost touch it. Mate, I was 14 when Parramatta won their last grand final and um, sadly I've seen four family members, uncles and father pass away um, since that and uh, they would have given anything to, to see another Parramatta grand final. I think the 2001 one really hurts us. I've never, ever watched a replay of it. I can remember Nathan Highmarsh in tears on the sideline. and It may not be our day come next Sunday, but I tell you what, out of all the teams, Penrith probably didn't want to see us there. And um, I'm quietly confident that we'll give a great account of ourselves regardless. It could well be the best grand final the NRL could, could have hoped for. Like you say, Paris beaten Penrith twice this year. The first time these two have met in a, in a decider, which is quite exciting, and uh, there's a, a genuine hatred and rivalry between the two clubs as well. So the NRL doesn't need to manufacture anything this weekend. It's all there for them. No, look, mate, it's it's an absolute um, perfect mix. You know, if you're a chef, you couldn't have put the ingredients in any better. The um, You know, the junior uh, borderlines are all close in way of Penrith, Parramatta. Fantastic junior clubs and, uh, yeah, look, it'll just be an absolute builder. I think we're in for one hell of a grand final. All the best to yourself, Rod, and to all the Parramatta fans out there. 
for Sunday. We'll uh, we'll actually be breaking that game down later this week on the Punters Pod. But now we've got more American issues to discuss in the Major League Baseball, which is only a couple of weeks away from uh, the first round of the playoffs. Uh, they've played about, uh, I don't know, 150 regular season games to this point. A couple of things probably to note here. The LA Dodgers, 106 wins already this regular season, joined only by the Houston Astros, who have cracked that ton already this year. The New York Yankees are having a particularly good season out in front of the American League East. The New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves have had a a fascinating tussle in their division, the National League East. And the St. Louis Cardinals looking to send uh, Albert Pujols out a winner. There's plenty here, Rod. What have you made of the regular season to this point? It's been huge. Look, I, I, I sort of bring it down to four teams, but I think what you've raised there we need to talk about statistically. The Yankees do lead the um, American lead East uh, 93 and 58. Houston lead the AL West 101 to 53, but statistics are dangerous things to look at. When you, when you look in that AL West area, the Angels, uh, Texas and Oakland, they don't have a 50% winning uh, record and they sit third, fourth and fifth in that division. So... I'm actually quite concerned about Houston at the $4.50 as to whether that's any value to really back them in 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 regards to them winning it. Statistically, they also only sit eighth overall in hitting stats and that actually has them sitting behind even teams like the Mets, the Dodgers and the Yankees just in regards to that. So the LA Dodgers, my um, number one hate team, obviously being a San Francisco Giants fan a year after Buster Posey retiring, the, uh, the absolute legend catcher. They are one win away from a club winning uh, franchise record there. They've had some great contributors this year, Mookie Betts, Will Smith, their catcher, and Max Muncy. But their pitching's been sensational. We'll talk more about that. But, yeah, I think it comes down to four teams, maybe the Dodgers. Houston will just be there on pitching alone. And, um, you know, the, the, the Mets, Yanks have to be given a chance. I'm not too sure... What the other teams can do, I mean, I know the Atlanta Braves are defending champions, but at $9, and I don't think Albert Pujols is going to get that big send-off that he's looking for. It's been a fantastic career, but I just don't see them having enough machinery to to put it politely. They've timed their run, I think, pretty well, the Cardinals, St. Louis, uh, to just about wrap up their division, and they do have, uh, of course, Paul Goldschmidt who looks like he's going to run away with the the National League MVP. But yeah, I mean, like you say, probably don't have the depth uh, of some of those other teams, like the Dodgers, for example. They run deep, and you were telling me their pitching is phenomenal. Like they, they, They've got multiple guys there that can play a role and win a game. Yeah, look, I mean, you just look at look at their pitches statistically. Um, Julio Urias there with with a record of seventeen and seven. You know, they then picked up a guy like Tyler Anderson, who'd who'd been at the Colorado Rockies for a number of years, and then last year was at two clubs. He's fifteen and four, and then you know you want to talk about miracle stories. They've got a guy there in Tony Gonzalez, and he's sixteen and one for the season. This guy was a two hundred and eighty one pick in round nine of the two thousand and sixteen uh, MLB draft. And here he is, sixteen and one. The, the last two or three prior seasons, he'd he'd pitched four and two, two and one, three and one. He's barely been a necessity. And the, the Dodgers just have this amazing ability to pluck guys from obscurity, ask them to do a job, and they do it. 
and this is why they're such a hated club by other rival teams because they're really the Melbourne Storm of the MLB. You just love to hate them. You, you always want to uh, you know rub the ointment in where you can. But look, they are deserved four dollar favourites. I I must admit that at this stage they're looking very hard to beat. But I will say this: be careful because they punched out numbers like this last year with the San Francisco Giants in their division, and they were eventually lassoed in and defeated and didn't go all the way. So postseason, preseason, just like NRL Grand Finals, you've got to take that next step. It's it's another beast altogether. Absolutely it is. Now, the URLA Dodgers, they're $4 favourites to win the World Series with Neds from here. The Houston Astros, with uh, just that little question mark after what Rod said there, they're your second pick at $4.50. The New York Yankees at $6, just edging the New York Mets at $6.50. The defending champion Atlanta Braves, $8. Then the St. Louis Cardinals, $15 ahead of the rest. I think, like Rod says, you can probably draw a line under the Braves and uh, try and pick your winner from above that. Just quickly on the wild card standings, now as they are in the American League, the Toronto Blue Jays, who have managed 86 wins. They're eight wins off the Yankees. They were a, a pretty firm pick from a lot of people pre-season to actually win that division. So fair play to the Yankees for, for getting ahead there. The Blue Jays sit a half a game ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays with Seattle in third there. Those three teams have almost wrapped up the three wildcard spots with a gap of, by the looks of this, four games back to the Baltimore Orioles. And then in the National League, the Atlanta Braves, the defending champions, sit atop those wildcard standings by an absolute country mile, and that's because they happen to share a division with the New York Mets, who have won two more games so far this season. The San Diego Padres, with 85 wins, sit second in those wildcard standings. And then Philadelphia have 83 wins. They are just a game and a half ahead of the Milwaukee Brewers, who are desperately trying for one final fling to get themselves into the playoffs. Any of those teams stand out to you, Rod, as maybe a team that could throw a spanner in the works? I think it's important what you've just touched on is that when we talk about where the season looked at in way of preview prior to kicking off, there was a lot of talk about particular clubs and what they were capable of doing and what they would do. Fortunately, the cream of the the franchises have seemed to have come to the top again. Those clubs that we know, the Yankees, the Dodgers, they're all there. Philadelphia and Toronto have have had moments. Reese Hoskins has looked good for the Phillies at times. But that's the problem. Even with lining up the Yankees and the Mets, who who I do like at six seven dollars, I think there's good value there. But the one thing you do have to look at in retrospect is that neither the Yankees or the Mets have one pitcher rated in the top twenty pitches in the National League and American League combined, and that may hurt them if they come up against the Dodgers or the Astros in a final dance because they don't have the likes of a Justin Verlander or a Framber Valdez or Julio Urias or a Clayton Kershaw or, or Tyler Anderson where these guys have punched these numbers out consistently. What the Yankees do have, though, is if you look at a guy like Aaron Judge, 60 home runs, 128 runs batted in, and that's double to any other statistic in way of RBIs of any of his other teammates. Anthony Rizzo sits on 74 
And that may be the problem that the Yankees have got, that they're going to be just too dependent on certain individuals to win them a pennant, where the Dodgers and Astros have, and even the Mets have shown that they can be a little bit more consistent. The Mets have been just a grinding team. They've seemed to be behind in games all year, and guys like uh, Peter Alonso and um, Francisco Lindor have just stopped up and, and, and done a job for them. Peter Alonso himself for the Mets has banged in 128 RBIs this year. 39 home runs. Those RBI stats are the same as Aaron Judge's. So great numbers, but once again, will those ball clubs be too dependent or one or two individuals to get them over the line? And statistically, if those teams like the Dodgers and Astros do close those one or two guys down, what have they got then to win themselves a seven-game series? I just think statistically it may be a little bit too hard for them. So how do we play it from here then, Rod, from a betting perspective? Yeah, look, I think the Dodgers at $4 is is real good money. I really do. I, I think if I had them in a market at the moment, I'd actually have them around about $3.75, $3.50. I think they would have learned a lot from last year in regards to just getting so close to Everest again and winning themselves another pennant. It would have hurt. It would have stung. There's a few blokes there that may be getting a little bit long in the tooth too, and if they were to win a pennant, they may call it. So I, I, as much as I hate to say it, being a San Francisco Giants fan, I think the price is right there. I think if we're going to have a throw at the stumps, we might as well have a crack at the Mets at $7. I think it's really good value. Um, like I said, Peter Alonso, Francisco Lindor. They've also got Max Scherzer there, who's he's 11-4 and four for the season, and he's been a real consistent pitcher, and, and they've got guys there that can do the job. But I think if we book in those two fours and sevens, um, it, it'll give us some value. And I think the Mets have actually got a pretty good record against the Dodgers this season, which uh, could potentially come into, especially in a, in a playoff situation. They seem to have the wood on them. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like in other sports where teams have you know particular franchises or teams that they don't play well against. There's a bit of hatred there too between the two. There's, there's, there's not a lot of love lost, I can tell you that. And this Mets team at the moment, you know, I'm probably showing my age here, but... It does have a, a very similar Daryl Strawberry, Fernandez-type feel to it, that you know that whole mentality of marching into towns and winning games and drinking all their beer, and, and, and that's the, the, what their mentality was back then. The, the, I think the Mets were once referred to as pond scum, and um, the team just relished it and were like, yeah, we, we like that, we are pond scum. So they've always been the smaller brother of the Yankees, and... Um, you know, I'll, I'll be cheering for them. I think the $7 is worth a ticket. Uh, fair play, Rod. So just to recap there, the LA Dodgers $4 with Neds to win the World Series from here. And the New York Mets are paying $6.50, $7, depending on where you shop. That would be your second throw at the stumps there. Just quickly to complete the exercise here, the Houston Astros are $2.50 to win the American League. The New York Yankees are $2.80, and then you go out to $7 for the Blue Jays, whereas uh, your Dodgers $2.50 to win the National League pennant, and the Mets $3.75. So you'd have to think, Rod, that uh, probably the winner of that pennant in the National League goes on to win the whole thing this year, especially given what you've uh, just alluded to there about the Astros and the Yankees. The teams seem to fall away a bit more rapidly, I would have thought, in the American League. You've got the Braves sitting there on the third line of betting for the National League too at four dollars fifty, and then the Cardinals, as we've spoken about, at eight dollars. So yeah, you would have to think that 
the World Series winner is going to be a National League team. But we certainly shall see. And just quickly on your uh, on your San Francisco Giants, Rod, they've uh, got a bit of a rebuilding sort of phase ahead of them by the looks of it. Yeah, look, the, the, it, it's just tough. Um, you, you don't replace a genius overnight. Buster Posey was a, a large part of the franchise for a long time. Sadly, lost him for one year there due to COVID and um, his respect and wishes around that. So it is a building process, uh, the days of Bumgarner and um, Crawford and the, all those likes of players that we had. Uh, it's all sort of past now, but look, all franchises go through it. It's all about money and availability. Um, you know, The great movie Moneyball showed just how a player's worth is put or in sometimes vacated as, as not being worth anything at all, but... They'll eventually get there. They're too good a club and a franchise to not bounce back, but I think it'll take a few years. And just quickly, while we've got you, Rod, what's next on the Greyhound calendar? Yeah, look, with the Phoenix uh, in Melbourne's coming up shortly. That was a, a new um, new incentive put in place by Victorian Greyhound Racing, GRV. So it's a slot holder's position where people purchase slots and then decide um, which dog they want to run and nominate for them. They then need to offer a percentage of that prize money to the owners or the trainer of the dog. It's looking like a a, a big showcase. I'm hearing that David Smith, who just won the Sydney Cup with Super Estrella, he's actually thinking of dropping her back to the 500 and having a crack at it. So she was group placed as a sprinter before she took on the half mile. And um, I think David's too good a trainer and conditioner to think that he couldn't get her to come back. I think it would be scary in some of the match race scenarios and other things that will be available down there soon. One out with other dogs over 500, she's just going to be, you know, paralysing over the top. So he's got her in great form. She's chasing great. That Sydney Cup win on Saturday night was just superb. And she showed, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, that she's destined, absolutely destined, to be a Hall of Fame miler that we will and truly remember for years to come. Thanks for that. We'll get you in, no doubt, for a, a preview ahead of that, Phoenix, and, and we may even speak to you before that. All the best on Sunday night. The Mighty Eels, can they do it? Let's hope, mate. We're allowed to dream, aren't we? Absolutely, mate. Thank you very much again for coming in, and we'll be back later in the week to preview that NRL Grand Final. Until then, happy punting.